you have to say thanks too. Oh, Welcome to, do the whole fiber, intro. fiber Ten Acres with Rick. Ashley's <laughs> not here today. <laughs> Just Rick today. Just me. Uh, welcome to Fiber Ten Acres, a show, uh, a humorous humor. look at husbandry, homesteading, horticulture, and kitty cats. Kitty cats. We, our cats are, we're recording in the cat room today. It's cooler in here, so it's probably going to be a little more echoey, and we apologize. But what, what was the temperature today? I think, well, it was supposed to get to 111. I don't know if it actually did. But it actually had humidity today. Yeah. Uh, which is, makes and it worse. I guess last night it didn't drop below, uh, like, high 70s. Which, oh, jeez. Oh, that explains a lot. And, uh... Can't cool down the house enough. Yeah, because we don't, we don't have, have air an air conditioner. conditioner. Still. Jinx. Hey, you owe me a Coke. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we, we've been boiling. I've been boiling all day. I didn't see the cats today. They were they hiding. Hid. Yeah. They hid where it was cool. I don't know where they hid. You know, Rick. Yes, Ashley. Wait, are we ready for a segue? Go ahead. Segue away. Wait, what do we usually do? Time do we talk about the... You make up a horrible noise and then you segue. Well, normally I do, but I didn't know if we are supposed to talk about other things first. Go, yeah, other things. Why, were you going to jump right into compost? Oh, you just, you, you can't, that doesn't work for the segue. You just told what we were doing. Error! <laughs> Ruined segway. Ruined it. I was going to be like, you speaking of it being segway. hot, you know what gets hot. <laughs> Compost. Well, you know what needs heat to decompose? <laughs> I think it was better my way. Probably. <laughs> well, we have to do the other stuff first. Uh, is that the what's been happening? Yeah. Uh, what vet's been, been out. I think we talked about that last time, didn't we? Well, the vet's been out to check the sheep. She put thermometers up their bums. That was pretty funny. Then we put thermometers up one of their bums. We had to double check her, make sure her bum was okay. <laughs> I listened to her breathing. Her bum was fine. fine. We also wanted to check their temperature, which oh. is part of what we were doing. I thought it was just like a dipstick, make sure her fluids were her fine. fluids are good. Um, uh, and we removed a fence... Oh, we did remove a fence this was, weekend fencing. This weekend fencing, there was a, a fence removal, unwanted fence that had been overgrown by this tree called the Tree of Heaven. That's more of a plant. I'm sure no one's hearing anything because you're covering your face. It's it's making. Sorry, I was frustrated. It's called Tree of Heaven. It's more of a bush than a tree, um, and it grew grew through the fence. It's been growing through the fence for a long time. Oh, Some yeah. Some of the tree was the fence. The fence was the tree. So I got blisters from cutting the chicken wire that they were using as fencing uh, out. But, yeah, that fence is gone now. Yeah. Unwanted fence is now just a fence that's not there. That's right. Go us. High five. Uh. uh go ahead. What do you got? Oh, I made... Some beautiful bread. It is a huge loaf of bread. Uh, and I also made mol my molasses creams from my favorite cookbook. Oh, can you, can you share that recipe or is that not allowed? I don't know. I took a picture of it and put it on my Instagram. Okay, so it's on your Instagram? And All right. Facebook. So oh, okay. So go to that. Follow Fiber 10 Acres on either of those things. Yeah, because you guys should make that recipe. It's pretty dope. You can it also do it with really coconut. Good. 
uh, cream, right? We did it with that once on top. There's no actual cream in it. On top. What's on top? It's a, um, it's creamed butter. Like, oh. You basically oh, cream really? the sugar and the butter oh. together. Well, whatever it is, it's delicious. But since it's They're well beyond molasses creams, but oh, well, it's mel- no cream. well beyond the melting point of butter here, so it seems like a cream on top. It's just the melted butter, sugar, butter, and coffee. Nice. I'm down. I like it. Um, anything else new this week? Uh, I don't know. It's just been hot. We've just been Fair trying was to make last sure. Week. Oh yeah, the fair was last week. Was so that's why we didn't have an episode last week because uh, the uh, mid-state fair was in town. We were both working and working a lot. and working. A lot of working. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so this week's episode has been two weeks in the making. We our job just gets more hectic during the fair because we work in hospitality. We're both so, in the tourism industry. That's right. So. Uh, the wine tourism, mostly. <laughs> Fine, I'm a bartender. <laughs> but, uh, I did enter stuff in the fair. How'd you do? Uh, I did okay. Not Right, you got that second place on the cool clutch. Yeah, which someone stole. Uh, which is sad wah, news. Wah, wah. I told our friend that helped enter stuff for us that maybe I should be flattered. That's what they chose to stole, but... They chose to stole. What they chose to stole? Steal. Steal. <laughs> oh yeah, that was bad. <laughs> I thought you were being folksy. <laughs> I was being folksy. That's oh, okay. what I say now. Because <laughs> that is folksy and cute. It's adorable. Yep, that's what I did. <laughs> Intentionally. <laughs> we can't argue with her. She's a linguist, so <laughs> she's right. Um, right. <laughs> So, uh, well, that's a load of crap. Speaking no of a crap. load of crap. Ding dong! <laughs> what are we talking about today? We're talking about compost. Also, can I have my drink? Yes, of course. Thank you. Ugh. And then we're talking about compost. Now that you've given me a drink. So. Take over. Tell us, well, oh, is it me to start with the ancient? Yeah, you, you said you have the history. I've got it. Rick says he did uh, some actual uh, lookings over. Boom. Uh, it started in Mesopotamian Valley in Akkadian Empire, in the Akkadian Empire. They, wow. uh, it was written on their clay tablets, the how to use uh, manure and... Uh, the bedding, animal bedding, yeah, to uh, fertilize your fields. Really? Yep. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that was uh, a thousand years. They say on this one that I have up. It mentions a lot of sources, but this this source is the most comprehensive, but also written to the lowest common denominator. Okay. Uh, so a thousand years before Moses is the time frame they give you. That's an interesting time frame. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, whatever. Uh, there's evidence that the Romans, Greeks, and tribes of Israel knew about compost because in uh, in the Torah it talks about uh, ways to compost. Oh, what's the website you found it on? Oh, this is on uh, the Illinois uh, 
extension.illinois.edu. Oh, so the, it's the University of Illinois extension. Yes. Well, that's good. Yeah. So it's written to college students, so the lowest common denominator. Oh, <laughs> Ew. Um, and I remember this from when I was in uh, uh, elementary school, when we were talking about uh, planting in the New World in here. The natives taught us uh, white folk to put uh, a fish in with the seed. Like, they would plant, like, a chunk of fish. Was that real? Yeah, that was a real thing. Oh. Uh, so, at one point, this... Uh, oh, if I could find that exact number again. I can't find it. Uh, 200 and... Tw oh, there it is. Stephen Hoyt and Son. He was a Connecticut farmer. Used 220,000 fish in one season of compost production. Wow. Well, let's show you... I mean, they tell you to get fish meal, which is a excellent fertilizer. Yeah? Mm-hmm. See? There you go. You could just put fish in there, apparently. Got uh, some fish laying around? Just throw it in the ground. And then uh, Justice von Lieberg, uh, he proved that plants obtained nourishment from certain chemicals in solution. Yeah? Yeah. But then he dismissed... It's called hummus. Hummus? H-U-M-U-S. I think it's just hummus. Okay, well, it's all a fertilizer thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hummus. Okay. It's the best the best soil. Well, he dismissed it because it was insoluble in water. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. Then it started becoming more chemical in nature. Uh, so, uh, Sir Albert Ward, a British agro... Oh, I should have practiced this word. Agronomist. Agronomist? Yeah, Agronomist. We'll Agronomist. He went to India in 1905 and spent 30 years experimenting with organic gardening and farming. Farming. Far oh, good old farming. Farming. Okay, <laughs> kids. They chose to stole it. <laughs> he found that the best compost consisted of three times as much plant matter as poop. No. With materials initially layered in sandwich fashion, not to be eaten sandwiches. Oh, loam is the ideal. I can't okay. remember what hummus is, but and I'm then looking. and then turned during decomposition. Notice, known. God, are we going to learn to talk during this episode? I don't think so. All right, uh, known as the Indore method. In 1943, Sir Howard published a book, The Agricultural Testament, based on his work. I want to read it. Uh, uh, the book renewed interest in organic methods of ag agriculture and earned him recognition as the modern-day father of organic farming and gardening. Did you just read their whole article? Just No, I read that paragraph okay, there. <laughs> um, okay. That's kind of cool. Right? So it's uh, a lot of it comes like from recent. The newer stuff is more... The newer stuff is more recent. Yes. The newer stuff is more recent. <laughs> That's up. good. Uh, the, uh, but, um, so it's been going on since, like, Mesopotamia. Like, they've been... It's pretty cool. It really is. And then the, uh, the whole thing of, uh, the Thanksgiving actually has a lot to owe, owes a lot to, uh, fertilizer and composting. Yeah. Uh, 
current day fertilizer and compost are known as two different things. Well, that's true. They did used to be synonyms. And sometimes, like, we compost our fertilizer. Right. But you can, there's, like, straight composting, and then there's adding fertilizer. Like, so, when I was a college student... Way back in 2004. That's right. At the University of Oregon, we had what was an, my one of my summer terms. I actually took our urban farm uh, course, and I still ha kept my book from it because it was awesome. Um, and they talk about, you know, organic fertilizer is used to increase soil fertility. Compost is not enough. Okay. So, uh... But, so they kind of, that's what we're saying about, like, but we need organic matter to improve the soil structure and feed microorganisms. Uh, we add, this is so great, this is I'm how, how old, me. but I've been doing, this. so it says we add organic matter as compost, which is decayed organic matter, or hummus. hummus. Oh, it says so, that in there? Yeah. Okay. So there we go. Hummus is a wonder, this is what this says. I underlined it, people. Hummus is a wonderful thing, a dynamic creature comprising fast-changing part that liberates nitrogen and micronutrients for direct absorption by plant roots and slow stable part and slow stable part that holds water and porous material that is easy for roots to penetrate. Oh, okay. Also, hummus is delicious with pita. Well, I think. It that one has oops. Flip pages further from the mic. <laughs> They'll know that I'm really looking Jeez. at this book. Also, that has two M's and it's made out of chickpeas. Oh, or really? Or, yeah. Oh, this is a hummus with one and can be made out of chickpeas. Too. Well, I guess that's true. <laughs> hey oh, really big shoe. Uh, uh do so, you have more history? Well, I was just gonna say that uh, it's decomposition. Isn't that what it's all about? It's all about the decomp. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, currently, we there's a lot of cities and municipalities that actually have uh, composting areas at your local, uh, like, dump site or transfer site or landfill. Uh, and you should go ahead and separate your stuff out take it and find out if they have a separate spot for that because it, one, doesn't go into the landfill, uh, which is good, uh, and two, it's actually beneficial to your state or county or municipality of whatever size that's running it because they can sell that. Yeah. Uh, so they can take your food scraps and everything else like that. They compost Leaves, it. Leaves, that kind of stuff. Yeah, your green waste, a lot of the, the green yeah, waste stuff green gets waste. chipped. That's why you don't put dog poop in your green waste. Right. Because you don't want dog poop in your uh, uh, compost. compost, the thing the episode's about. You don't want dog poop in there. Nope. Uh that's so, not a good fertilizer. Yeah. That's, a, that's an unsafe fertilizer. So really look into your uh, municipality and whether or not they have that. Because a lot of them do. They're just bad at letting you know. Uh, was a thing I was reading about today. Yeah. So That's kind of cool. I know a lot of places have instituted, at the very least, 
like the green waste pickup. They might not yet have a kitchen waste pickup, but a lot of them do have at least a green waste pickup. So, Or you should just check it out because a lot of them will have some green waste pickup and you can go get, you know, decomposing leaves and stuff like that from them. So, uh... Here it is. As oh. concern about landfill space increases, worldwide interest in recycling by means of composting is growing. Since composting is a process for converting decomposable organic matter into a usable, stable product. Yeah. It is one of the only ways to revitalize soil vitality due to phosphorus depletion in the soil. Mm-hmm. Over monocropping would be one of the reasons you would get that. Yes. Go uh, ahead. We also tend to use uh, chemicals a lot of times in our farming that will actually alter your um, your beneficial and your beneficial microbes and all that good stuff. So. Ooh. Oh, that was one and of the other things. And you want your soil. Oh, go oh. ahead. While she's flipping pages, I'll tell you guys, don't use the shower stuff with the microbeads in it. Those microbeads are made out of plastic. And a lot of cities, I didn't know this, or municipalities, uh, use uh, the gray water. Or water that they collect, the liquid solid, mm -hmm. or liquids, in their compost that they do. Oh. And those plastic beads don't get filtered out. They're too small. Oh, really? Yeah, so you shouldn't use those. They're actually quite bad. Uh, you were going to tell them what is the ideal soil before well, I so rudely we have... It. Well, soil is technically 25% air, 25% water, 45% mineral, and 5% organic matter. And loam which is the ideal soil mixture of sand, silt, and clay. And, but it has to have also the different uh, fertilities. And when you go to buy, like, uh, maybe you're going to buy oh, when you're buying fertilizer. fertilizers and stuff, yeah, yeah. It has you'll a see, like, NPK, NPK right? that those stand for nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. K is potassium. Why is K potassium? Because that's the... That doesn't make sense. The thing... Can we call it K potassium no, from well now on? No, but isn't that what is on the... Periodic table. Periodic table. Yeah. yeah, but we should just call it K potassium now. K potassium? Okay. That, okay, fine. Oh, it's a silent K. Like Pota possum. Yeah, there you go. No, that's not a, there's no K in possum. You wouldn't know if there was. It's silent. There's also calcium. So... What are the different mix... There's well, numbers on them, aren't there? When yeah, so it store? depends on what you're trying to do, different things like different levels of stuff. Okay. So, but uh, nitrogen is part of all protein in living cells, increases the leaf area, which means more photosynthesis and more succulent and dark which green. Which means more, more air for everyone. everyone. I was waiting <laughs> for that. Only short fans will understand. Uh... <laughs> Phosphorus promotes balanced, healthy growth. It enhances strong root development, uh, flower and seed formation, and promotes vigor and disease resistance. Oh, it promotes vigor. 
<laughs> we have that. Dr. Jim James's <laughs> super tonic Bigger. water promotes vigor. And then potassium is good for all around plant health. It balances nitrogen and the phosphorus. Huh. And then we also have calcium, which is really important. It builds cell walls and promotes the growth of bacteria. Which then you go back to composting, because composting are major decomposers. Uh-huh. Are microbes, bacteria, and fungi. Oh, and also verm... Vermiculture. Vermiculture introduces yeah. worms to this equation. Worms and such are merely the charismatic macrofauna. Useful and spectacular, but helpless without microbes. Helpless, I tell you. Man, this book is great. Uh, <laughs> so, uh... So, <laughs> such a dork. Uh, excreta which is a, a cool word for uh, human waste, by the way. It, it can be added into That's the composting what process. what it is for human waste? Yeah, excreta. excreta. <laughs> um, Fancy. Right? So it can be done either directly, such as composting toilets, or after mixing with water and treatment in a sewage treatment plant, plant which gives you a sewage sludge treatment, which then they... then mix in and uh, do it at high heat in order to kill any bacteria and everything that's in it and it becomes a compost again. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. So I mean there's I've we had a composting toilet when I was growing up. Yeah. But I I don't think we ever felt comfortable enough to use it on anything that we were going to eat. Well, I found this out. Human urine can be used directly as a fertilizer, or it can be put onto compost. Adding a healthy person's urine uh, to compost will increase the temperature and therefore increase its ability to destroy pathogens and unwanted seeds. That's what I was talking about with hot. Yeah, unlike feces, hot, hot, urine mm. does not excreta. attract disease-spreading oh, flies. Excreta is when it's both. Oh, okay. Uh, it doesn't attract disease-spreading flies, like blowflies and houseflies. Oh. And it does not contain the most hardy of pathogens, such as the parasitic worm eggs. So, there you go. You can just human pee manure. on your compost. Yeah, it's a portmanteau of human and manure. Well, uh, portmanteau is a great word anyway. It is. Which, did you know portmanteau is actually a... Uh, a portmanteau. Is it? Yeah, it had to do... It's, it's a portman's toe. Uh, apparently sailors when they... <laughs> You're making this up. Yes, I am. It's going to try to pull it out of my butt. Like humanure? Oh! <laughs> read your little X script you have. Uh, I was going to get more technical on uh, actual composting. Can we do that? Um, do you yeah, do no, do your thing, and then I'll give them something to un unbreak their brains afterwards. Unbreak my brain. And say you'll compost with me. <laughs> this is the new. That's how we're actually doing the intro and outro now. Uh, no, go that's ahead. Not it. Sorry. Please no. Uh, so all organic matter contains mostly carbon and some nitrogen. 
we can actually kind of figure out the ratio of those two things uh, in most organic matter, or any, I guess. I'm sure that we can figure it out. <laughs> right. I don't know it all, but, you know, someone knows it all. So, uh, microbes prefer an overall ratio of about 30 to 1 for their diet. Microbes are small. Thank you. Remember? Hence the word micro. Micro. Uh, when they, so when um, you make compost, you're shredding all that up so it can try to break it into smaller pieces. So things like dry fish scraps have a five See? to one ratio. Told you. So that's five carbon to one nitrogen. Uh, then you have like seaweed is 19 to one. Rotted manure, 25 to 1. Oh, wow. But that's... Generally, any manure you're going to use is from animals that only eat plants. Right. So... But why are people okay? Uh, well, they have to go through that oh, very right, the huge process, right. process okay. to do it. Because generally, no, anything that eats meat meats can't be used because... It creates different pathogens. Oh, good to know. Um, so don't put any cat poop. Don't put your definitely don't put your cat poop or dog poop. If you put cat poop in there, you'll get toxoplasmosis. Yeah. And then the cats will control your control your brain. We're all slowly contracting toxoplasmosis. Does that that count as a shout out to the double clicks? I think so. I think it does. Straw has eighty to one. So happy microbes also need plenty of oxygen and adequate water. So uh, if you're lacking oxygen, they become anaerobic, and that's how you get the super smelly compost. Oh, okay. So if, you're, if your compost is starting to stink, it's gone anaerobic, which means you're not getting the air. Do you know... The in, microbes are slowing down. When your heart rate goes above 175-ish during an exercise for a long period of time... You've gone on anaerobic, too. <laughs> Just saying, it's anaerobic right. exercise. Yeah. So it probably means, like, your blood ox is dropping. I bet that's I like what that, that means. In this, it says uh, you produce CH4, methane, NH4, ammonia, and some COH alcohols instead of CO2. PU, they said. Ha ha, get it? Uh, These people were right up my alley. Uh, so you want to turn your piles, um, to create, uh, that recreates the structure that allows airflow. Um, reactions will, so your like, <coughs> chemical and biologic reactions and all that will go faster the hotter they are. So, as Rick mentioned earlier. Put some B on it. Put some B on it. Uh, okay, hold on. Time to wait. Wait, un- the critical mass oh, for a thermophilic compost pile is one yard square. Okay. Did you get over that, everyone? I remembered I also have another book with some really good stuff in it. Do so you talk while I go get this other book? Oh wait, no. Wait, first you have to oh. read this word. It's a. Uh, how, these are household levels of composting where you don't have to know your exact chemical. No, makeup. but this is good to know. I, all I said was, oh, what does that say? Read that word. Hugel culture. Hugel. Hugel culture. Hugel culture. I think it's Norwegian. Uh, okay, read that. Ah, that's ah. raised beds or mounds filled with rotting wood. Uh, it's, oh, it's German. Uh, it's a creating a nurse log 
that is covered with soil. So the benefits of agriculture garden beds include water retention and soil warming. Warming. Uh, the buried wood becomes like a sponge as it decomposes, and so it captures water and stores it for the plants, and then they can grow basically in your uh, wood that you buried with all the plant matter. You know what that's also called? Huh. In situ. No. In situ just means in situation. So no. that would mean if For, you left a tree that was naturally there But or if we, we do like we did on the farm in situ composting, which was putting it in a pile on the bed. Oh, yeah. Isn't that similar? Yeah, if you, well, that's putting your compost, yeah, it's letting it compost where it's going to yeah. be used as compost is, yeah. is in situ. Yeah. yeah. In situ means where it lie, basically. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying. This you Isn't could that similar to what you just well said? no you could I didn't do wander off, so. you could do Hugo culture elsewhere and then bring it to your bed, oh. but if you do Hugo culture in the spot you could do it in the spot in which case it would be in in situ Hugo culture, and if you can say that three times fast you win some sort of medal that's right and then there's Bokashi which is Japanese for shading off. Uh, Can it's I a, read this? Oh, go ahead. Uh, it's a method that uses a what mix did you of say? Uh, bokashi. Okay. <laughs> it's a method that uses a mix of microorganisms to cover food waste or wilted plants to decrease the smell. Oh, I've kind of heard of that. Uh, it derives from the practice of Japanese farmers centuries ago of covering food waste with rich local soil that contained the microorganisms that would ferment the waste and turn it into compost. Oh, yeah, and there's also composty. Right? Composty. Composty. Everybody always, in Eugene, everybody like knows that term, so they say it together really fast. And I didn't realize it was two words that was compost tea, because everybody says composty. Really? Yes. Everyone. You probably didn't notice because you'd probably seen the word before you heard it. But I heard the word well before I saw it. And so people would be like, oh, yeah, just put some composty on it. And so, I'm like, where do we get this crazy composty? Yeah, composty. I thought it was a thing. And Post toasties. There was. I finally saw it at the store once. It was like compost tea, and I was like, oh, people don't put the two T's. Composties. Yeah, they, they threw some composty on it. It's like composty. Are we just? Is that you a cute word? You have to tell what for, compost tea is. Don't a they lot know? of people don't know. Oh well, it's a water extract burned, uh, brewed from composted materials. It can be derived from uh, aerobic or anaerobic mm-hmm. processes. Uh, compost teas are generally produced from adding one volume of compost to ten, four to ten volumes of water. It's also been debate about the benefits of aerating the mixture. Oh, debate. Yeah. Uh, however, uh, it's pretty well accepted that it is good. Yeah, it's a direct... I mean... I believe, right? The whole thing of it is that it's like a right. It takes all the water soluble nutrients and puts it solubilizes them yeah. in the water. Yes. Uh, so at this farm that I worked at or took this course at, okay, um, we were in Eugene, Oregon, which is a fairly it's full of hippies <laughs> in a good way. Uh. So I love that they talked about, you know, because they had to tell us what they used on the farm. 
Um, so we had the thermophilic in the compost piles and, this, and the in situ in beds. And it says, for the compost piles on the eastern edge of the old orchard, we used fresh green chop from the beds, uh, comfrey leaves. We had a lot of comfrey there. Um, food waste and manures for nitrogen and straw. And then dried vegetation from the beds and leaves from the city of Eugene as our carbon sources. Then Harper Keeler has been devotedly bringing us food waste from the 19th Street pub for many years. And Lauren brings us vegetable waste from Sundance Natural Food Store. Sundance getting a shout out. Yeah. We also sometimes receive food waste from local street fairs and university events. Uh, we often order a truckload of manure, chicken manure from Lane Forest Products. Though a truckload of steer manure from a local farm is less carbon and making for better compost. Which... Uh -huh. What? Speaking of animals. Speaking of animals. Where did I put it? Right? Oh, no. She lost her bookmark. I had it. I had the perfect She's, spot. Yep. And she ruined it all. I ruined it all. Uh, so I was going to tell you guys, I watched that uh, People vs. O.J. Simpson. Uh, really? But yeah, I watched that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're going to go into that was, right now? It's pretty good. The actors they got were really good in it. And uh, David Schwimmer is in it. He did a really good job. I, I was impressed Cuba Gooding Jr., but who's who's surprised by Cuba doing a good job, you know? Show me the money and whatnot. He was mm -hmm. great at that. Uh, have you found this yet? <laughs> Tell me more about this. Well, here's the thing on composting, but oh. I thought there was something that told specifically what each... Uh, each poop did? Each poop did. What did I do with the poop part? Good job pooping. Good job Open. Uh, so... Ah, ha, ha. Well, I found okay. it. Okay, so... Uh, if any of you know the Back to Basics book by Reader's Digest, it's how to learn and enjoy traditional American skills. It's kind of a homesteader's necessity. You should definitely go out and find it. You can probably find it at your... Oh, yeah. No, it's really easy to find. It's a really modern book, uh... I think this one here it. was published in the year of 1981. <laughs> but I think they're still publishing. Also, go to your your used bookstore because that's cool. Because that's what cool people do. The coolest. Hit that thrift shop, son. Hit that thrift shop because it's probably there. Uh, okay, so there's a few tips for you. Tips and tidbits. Yeah, we should go into like what to do. Yeah, okay. that was that's your part. That's on okay. you. I did the history. I didn't know. Part. I was doing. I'm just getting there. Okay, look. Here's what you do. <laughs> Take your food waste, stick it in a pile. All right. Thanks everybody Good for to joining go. us. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, if you you can cut down the smells in your trash can, and you can do real good stuffs. <laughs> is that good? Uh, by taking basically any food waste that's, not, that's meat. not meat or dairy or citrus rinds. Citrus rinds could technically go in there, but they're, they're don't, they don't really break down and they're not great. You can put those in a different place in your yard if you want, but don't, don't put them in your compost pile. So, use your eggshells, your... Uh, beans, your hummus, your, your beans, leftover hummus. Your leftover hummus that you're not going to eat. 
Uh, All that stuff. That, that mostly, pita bread that you're going to use in the hummus that kind of got moldy. Uh, all that stuff you forgot about in the fridge, that can all go in the compo- compost now. Except for your butter, milk, any dairy, no dairy, and no meat. Sorry, if you're a vegan, all that stuff you forgot about in your fridge can go in there. All that stuff. Also, uh, really great is your um, coffee grounds or tea bags, that oh, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, tea bag your compost, people. Definitely teabag. And compost. then pee on it. Don't forget. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, you read that it's fine, it but I'm not a. It said it was a... good for it. It didn't say it was fine. It said it was good for it. I'm no longer peeing in the house. Oh, gosh. Or I'll just You pee know in that our compost pile is like within eye view of the highway. <laughs> What's your point? All right. Uh, so. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Made... I thought this was America. <laughs> So, uh, you don't want to just make just a pile because animals will just get into it. Especially if you're in a more urban... Well, actually, no matter where you are. Yeah, it's like, we, yeah, we're not urban and we have squirrels. You'll get raccoons, you'll get... So put, uh, correct word, uh, trash please. Trash pandas. There you go. Compost pandas. No, they're They'll trash. Be, in this particular situation, they're compost pandas. Uh, you'll also get possums, um, all that good stuff. Uh, what are possums? opossums? The opossums? <laughs> no, they're. Uh, Keep going. I don't know what they're called. Anyway, so um, you want to make some kind of container for them. We have like you can use several pallets to make a a container area. Um, you can make it out of wire, but something to kind of contain it and keep critters out of it as much as you can. But something that's also easy for you to access um, and aerate. So you want to. Are you laughing at me? <laughs> no. Is this I too was silly? trying to look up your possums. Funny oh, what thing. they're what they're called? <laughs> but I found the fart squirrel. <laughs> oh, fart squirrels! Fart squirrels will also get in there. They will, which are also known as skunks. I almost couldn't remember. Giraffe what sheep. <laughs> Giraffe sheep. Those are alpacas. Uh. Wow, I feel like this one's gotten it's way great. off the rails. Keep but going. Tell them okay, how to so do. just start throwing your grass clippings, your so basically you want to do a mixture of your um, green waste, like leaves or gra- glass grass clippings or straw, and then a layer of your compost uh, or manure, and then a layer of green waste as much as you can, and that that allows for it to um, get that air and the get hotter. death mouse. Is that what a possum is? That's what this person saber death mouse. Aww. <laughs> Sorry. That's a good one, though. I was trying to... But I got distracted on the internet, such as my life. You also need to, for most animal manures, you need it to be broken down first. Right. And you have to hot compost it, will it right? burn your plants. Right. You have to they're hot compost high. it and wait for it to to break down because they're too high in citrus. Nitrogen. Nitrogen. So, uh, like... Is this where you're going to tell them about the, the catalog well, of fertilizers? Yeah, I do have... If you get the Back to Basics book, it has a catalog of organic fertilizers in here, which is wonderful. I'll just tell you that. And if you need copies 
of the other one from my old school days, you tell me and I will get it to you. But in the meantime, uh, most everything, especially poultry, uh, you need to break it down first. So like your chicken manure and stuff like that. Um, def chicken manure is really high in nitrogen. Um, so don't use it. What about it. rabbit poop? Oh no, I was gonna say how good rabbit poop is. <laughs> I was, I was, I was giving you the intro. I know, but I didn't finish what I was saying. Oh, <laughs> okay, finish what you're saying and then tell them about rabbit poop. Okay, I'll just tell them about rabbit poop. Okay. Rabbit poop is the best. No, rabbit poop is good though, because you can put it right on things. It can go... It's not like as Like, you have high. a little cut, or... You just put it... You just kind of rub it in your cuts, Aww, and you're set. Oh, it smells so bad. No, the poop doesn't smell bad. It's their pee Oh, that is it the pee? Bad. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, you can use fresh rabbit poop. Uh, it is still a little bit high in nitrogen, but not as high. And, uh, actually, cow manure is fairly low in nitrogen. And it can be used directly on garden. Oh, can it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Without aging, yep. Oh, but unless uh, you're trying to be, is it organic, you have to let it sit out for a year? What was that? They well, said they had to leave theirs sit for a season or something like that. For the natural... Oh, I don't know. Remember? Man. I don't know. I could be wrong. Um, they do have sewage sludge in here as it, with it sterilized, of course. Right. But it also says it may contain heavy metals that build up in the soil over the years. Which oh, does true. make sense. But anyway, so there are some that you can put on straight, but most of them, it's, it's safer to just throw it in with your compost and let it uh, break down with it. Like, yeah, totally. we have our, you know, I just clean out our rabbit area, and that goes straight into the compost bin. And then I have a little access door or space at the bottom because it breaks down, and that bottom stuff is the stuff you want to use in your gardens. We, yeah. Do you gonna post a picture of that? Of my? Yeah. Oh, I guess I should. Of your gangsta compost yeah, bin? I just kind of made one up, but it totally works. So. Totally does. Uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of interesting and fun. And it's good for our soil. And it for is... our growing of things. Which is a good thing. We should really grow stuff. We should grow stuff. I mean, granted, here, in, here where we are, it's a little hard to grow things because there's none of that rain stuff. Well, yes. Oh, and you do want to give your compost some water sometimes. Yes, you have to water your compost. If you live like where we live, you have to water your compost. You know if you, you live in Eugene, you don't need to water your compost. You know what you water it with? What? Pee. Oh. You can. It said so I in know, the thing. I said so. But, okay, fine. I'll pee in a bucket. And then I'll take the bucket out to the compost. Ew! Bucket of pee. That sounds worse. Doesn't it, though? Now can I pee on the thing of compost? I was, no, I was just saying pee in general. Didn't sound great. But, oh. Uh, yeah, I guess that was our major composty tidbits for you all. You know what's funny? I've noticed, though, throughout uh -huh. all of these episodes where I'm like, I've got the history. They all just say Mesopotamia. Because I forget that that's where agriculture started. I know, when we thought about doing the irrigation one. Mesopotamia. It's like, uh, but that one was going to be a very in-depth. Oh, yes. That was, we may someday take that on. 
Tell us if you want us to take that on. Right. It may even involve Pliny the Elder. Who knows? May it might. Shout out we to Sawbones. We make sure to try to bring Pliny into this at some point. What do they say his name is? Pliny. 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 But their first year on Sawbones, they definitely said Pliny. And that's what I say Yep. from now on, too. Um, okay, well, boom, we've hit the 45-minute mark. Ready for my awkward edit in? I just wanted to tell you because I forgot, and I really wanted to let you know that I found out about one other compost fact that is awesome. And that is uh, that apparently you can use wool for your compost. Uh, we just read this article about how it has... Um, some decent nitrogen in it, and it also works to hold moisture. Uh, so if you mix it in, in your bedding or into your compost, it's actually a really good uh, addition for several different reasons. So if you have a, a friend that has a fiber farm or know of someone with a fiber farm or know someone who does sheep for uh, meat pro uh, production, see if you can get any of their unusable fiber and mix that into your uh, garden and your compost. Okay, back to the rest. That's a good now episode. Now we can stop talking to you guys. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> you guys are boring. I've been talking the whole time. You know they what haven't this said is? a word back. This is our, ep our 20th episode. What? I know. How cool is that? I mean, go And us. people are still listening. I know. It's crazy. Why are you doing that? No, keep doing that. Oh, okay. We yeah, like do it. I mean, yeah. Tell us, That's good. Tell us if you still like it and if you want to hear certain things. Uh, and tell us by liking us on our Facebook, social medias. Twitter. Instagram. Uh, uh, Snapchat. Pinterest. Oh, we're not uh, on Snapchat. Um, I mean, LinkedIn, add us on your LinkedIn. Don't do that. We don't have that. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, you have should... to give big thanks to our sister podcast for being awesome, keeping up with the Clampets. That's right. Uh, Got to give big ups to all of our Patreon listeners. All of our, our supporters. Patreon supporters are so cool. Yeah, you guys are the best. Uh, don't let anyone tell oh, you Oh, yeah, different. we had something the other day that we were going to run by you guys, so... Shirt ideas, right? Oh, yeah, we want to get your guys' We're going to... We're going to do a straw poll here soon for shirts. So, those of you... Later this week, probably. Next week. Next week. We'll do it next week. <laughs> our Patreon members are so cool because they put up with our procrastination. But, yes, you guys are going to get... A few extra little things that we need your help with. <laughs> like what designs you want on our shirts. Uh, and um, also... Okay, the reason oh. the shirts have been taking forever, I've been watching art videos, like oh, yeah. drawing videos, and I'm trying to learn how to draw so I can draw one of the shirts because I want to make my own design for one of our shirts. So I'm trying to learn how to draw. I'm watching Draw with Jazza, and he's a really good artist. So I'm hoping I can be, like, at least one-tenth as good on our shirts. I told him stick figures are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I like stick figures. I know you do. Uh, also, don't... So, 
if you want to check out how you can become a Patreon supporter, just go to patreon.com slash Acres. That's the name of the show you're listening to, is Five or Ten Acres. In case you didn't know what you're listening to. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Share it with your friends. We love more listeners. Uh, We do this for you guys. Uh, You know, so the more of you guys there are, the better it is for everybody. The more we'll do it. And the more it'll be happy. And joy, joy. Yep. (laughs) Okay, guys. All uh, right. Thank you all. Thanks for hanging out. Okay, bye. bye.